Welcome everybody to the first episode of Biting the Bullets. I'm joined with my co-host Jared and Typo. Uh, our first episode is going to be about the indoctrination of the government, especially in military, or specifically in military. It's going to be mostly about how we got scammed and us bitching about it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. That's pretty much it. You know what you're tuned in for? You know what you've all been excited for? Three fucking idiots sitting around bitching about how they got duped by the government. <laughs> Yeah. Like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're here we're here to just like we're here to be here for you guys. Yeah. So um I mean we can <laughs> where to start off? Uh I think it I mean, starts off when you're young. Yeah, like well, really I, little. Yeah, I guess you could t- say that because I feel like uh the majority of the time the o- I never thought I would join the military when I was younger, but I always said if I did join the military, I was going to join the Marine Corps. And that was probably just because of the commercials. Yeah, dude, because it's like the fucking army is talking about how, oh, dude, you could be an army of one. And then he's got the Marine Corps sitting there. And it's like, dude, I could fucking slay a dragon. <laughs> like, I could slay a dragon. Army, dude, army dude, strong, look, slay a dragon. Dude, you look back at the 70s and it's even worse. It's like fucking picking up hot blondes in a Camaro and <laughs> driving off. Like, basically every Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps gets a free Camaro. For reference, there's an old uh, Marine Corps commercial that... You, they showed a guy fighting a dragon, and that's yeah. what. It, and at the end, it was about. Oh, the okay. Corps. They show a knight. They show a knight in all like the fucking stereotypical <laughs> armor, right? And he climbs this mountain, then gets into this fight with this dragon. Then as he stabs the dragon to death, the fucking giant like so steel sword turns into a Marine Corps saber, and then <laughs> the knight turns into a a perfect, the epitome of a perfect Marine in dress blues, and then he does that gay the thing that. Flashes the sword in front of his dress, face. Dress panty droppers, bro. Dude, best uniform ever. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta give it to the Marine Corps for that. And yeah. then you get to go like the Marine Corps ball, and you get to go out and get free shit in Vegas in your Marine Corps blues, and it's like the greatest thing that, ever. You know, that is something I think that kind of plays a part. In it too. Oh, that it is because the rest of society is just as indoctrinated into it as we are. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. You definitely like when you're walking around in the uniform, or even not in the uniform, just people knowing that. You're in the military, like you get a lot of gratitude. More, more women talked to me because I was in the military <laughs> than any other reason. Yeah, more that's... females took interest in me in my dress blues than without. I could assure you that it might have been like the weight fluctuation of the time. Too, but <laughs> it was definitely a lot to do with that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Fucking tag chasers. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so like, I, so yeah, it starts. I mean, I think it starts really young, and. You grow up like having this idea, and I think I was pretty like I, I was pretty liberal growing up, uh, and, but I still thought that there was like justified war, and you know sometimes you have to fight for things, and I think that what we were doing for a lot of the time was great, and then I didn't agree with some things, but it was like oh it's just the price you pay for war. Dude, it's like the guy that we were arguing with on Twitter. Like he yeah. cannot wrap his head around the thought that maybe, just maybe, human beings being in charge of something as powerful as the United States military could ever be corrupt. And we're, we're just this beacon of freedom and democracy that, like, we're just all the world fighting bad guys and black ski masks with AK-47s and shit. Like, they're, they're not people. Yeah. They don't have families. Yeah, exactly. Like, they don't like... have aspirations. They just hate us because of our freedoms, man. Oh, yeah. They, that's why they attack us, our freedoms, not the fact that we just went and... See, I was raised as a little neocon warhawk, so, like... Yeah. I didn't care about all that pussy liberal agenda bullshit and trying to <laughs> demoralize our troops as they're overseas fighting the bad guy, man. Yeah, but yeah. what about radical Islam? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. We exactly. need to learn a lesson from Vietnam. Let's go try to fight an insurgency again, because that worked out so well last time. Against the guys that we trained how to fight an insurgency against a superpower just like <laughs> us. Like, that was a worst that could ever happen to that. Yeah, it's While not... being a foreign invader in a nation that doesn't even understand what you are. Or know who you are. They like, just... let's be honest. They did, like, uh, the original, wasn't it you that was telling me, uh, Typo, that the original uh, invasion, that movie that they made, that the people that they were talking that that we destroyed on, oh, yeah. on uh, horseback or whatever. Uh, I can't remember the movie that, either, the but it had Chris that, Hemworth. Yeah. And they like they like right after nine eleven happened they there was like a small invasion force it was and they like basically a, the special led, force yeah. they the led special the forces horse guys. Yeah, yeah, the horse yeah. soldier well, guys. Yeah, I think it was Scott Horton was talking about that and, and I forgot what it was on. But uh, he said that basically it was a lie and those people thought it was the Soviet Union that was coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They thought it was the Soviet Union and we got taken advantage of Oh, Lord Almighty, fucking Great America, USA got taken advantage of by war kings in the region. Oh, yeah. To take out these farmers that were fucking up the war kings since the 80s, thought that they were still fighting the Russians. Here's the thing. You don't see that growing up. No, not at all. Even even in New York, in upstate New York, my high school, as you see, is like Fox News and like how we have to support the troops and... Then I come from a military family, so then it's like, you know, I have all these tough military men in my life, and it's like, oh, dude, they're badass, I need to be badass. And then on top of that, it's like, we have fucking guys that, some guy that graduated my high school so many years ago, and it's like, his fucking, he died in Iraq, and his picture's hung up on the wall in, like, the yeah. principal's office. Oh, yeah, it's And I was in, I was in quite a lot, so I'm sitting there <laughs> staring at that, like... Yeah, I used to be like, dude. I gotta stop being a piece of shit, and I gotta, I'm looking yeah, up to man. that guy. And it's like, I'm looking That's at it, and dead I'm like, oh, on the he's wall. back then, I'm like, oh, he's a fucking hero, and, you know, part of me still believes that, because what, you know, with the, his point of view. Well, and, right, but now so, it's like, I just feel sorry for him, because he just, he got duped just the same as I did, but, like, he, he died fucking, for he it. He dealt with people that were better than the people I dealt with. Yeah. Well, That's pretty the, much it. It's all thing, fucking, it's all a lottery toss anyway. I, I think one of our roommates says it the best, where he's like, you know, I say that that the wars over there are pointless, but the people that are like, like us that fight over there, they're not fighting f- for no point. They're fighting for the guy left and right of them. Like that's what they are, and you know they died for the guy that's to the left and right yeah. of them, and that's it. And yeah, because they're your and best I, fucking friends you ever met in your life. I mean, we're uh, proof of that example. We all live together. Yeah, we all we all came to these conclusions, and I know so many other guys that came to the same conclusions that we did. Oh yeah, that I definitely. And Some guys, of them were like the pinnacle of Marine Corps infantrymen. They were yeah. like what you would expect out of a Marine Corps grunt. Exactly. And now they're like borderline ANCAP, anti-war, fuck the government. Or the people that we've met, like even yeah. on Twitter, that served in the same unit as you did fucking, what? Oh, that, like what, 12 years ago. 12 years ago, ago fought in the same war, the, in the same places, yeah. and has the exact same ideals that we have, one because the, it still did, it hasn't that changed. That was wild. Uh, for those of you that don't know that Denver saw, one of the collapsitarian guys on Twitter that follows me, and I follow him, we found out that we, uh, we were in the exact same unit, like, basically 10, 12 years apart, and deployed... Like, around the same time in our enlistment, everything, we did the exact same freaking job. So our job designation, what we actually did in the Marine Corps, is the exact same. Deployed with the same units. It was like, oh, dude, that's wild. He's way more hardcore than me, though. I'm still oh, he's, a little status deep down at heart. Yeah, that's, you, for, you that's for other reasons. Fucking menarchist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, it's, no, it's like, I fucking, I talked to this dude. I, it was the most wild moment of my life, and it's like, 
Dude, all these people going on, I get accused of stolen valor all the time on fucking Twitter. Just oh, yeah, I'm look like, at you. Just, be, yeah, <laughs> just because I'm like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bomb little brown kids. I can't read, like, 3,000 Dude, that's my. that's, like, one of my favorite, like, just sayings to say to people when they're arguing. Because it's with true. You. Because it's it's literally what we It's yeah. like my, my little brother, he is 15 years old. He's a fucking, he's a child. Yeah. Like, I look at him, I'm like, you're a freaking child. You're not even done with first puberty yet. Like, you're freaking... First puberty. Yeah, dude. When's second lunch, guys? <laughs> no, but, like, I look at him, I'm like, he's a child. But there's a kid exactly his age that tried to kill me with a fucking 100-year-old Mauser, man. Yeah, fighting it's, for their lives every day. Yeah, it's like... Oh, that's crazy. We're liberating them. My little brother, he's pissed off. He's just going wake up and go to school. This kid's, like, putting on a freaking flak jacket. Or, like, yeah. Or, taking or, a, a bolt-action right, rifle and trying to take on, like, one of the most premier shock forces... In the entire known world. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, your brother gets pissed off when he goes to, or goes home from school and is playing video games and gets killed by a camper in PUBG. PUBG. Dude, I still get yeah. pissed off about that. Well, yeah, but you know, but then but then you have the kids on the other yeah. side of the world that people that are, you're in like our age, killing. Just uh, killing. Yeah, dude. Because, well, and, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Drone like, bombed their wedding. Yeah, drone, drone bombed their, their funeral or, and killed their dad's birthday mom. party. You want to see the repercussions? There's a documentary uh, that I saw. And it was literally, it was, I don't know if I saw it on a YouTube or a documentary, but I remember watching it. It was like, these kids are like ranging in ages of like 8 to like 14. And basically every military age male in their fucking village is dead. Yeah. From either the Taliban you just, you or wipe US out, forces. You wipe out a whole kids, generation. Yeah. And these kids were just putting on freaking like AK freaking chess rigs and like grabbing their rifles and just patrolling around their freaking town getting yeah. in firefights with the Taliban every day yeah. I mean yeah dude it's it, it's really crazy cause like Americans and then we, they go to we, school after we go, <laughs> like for nine months maybe maybe longer maybe a year if like the army or something I don't know but you we literally go to war yeah but yes. we come home and we come back those people stay in war like All, they live that yeah it's, yeah, it's I'm bitching about lives. seven months and there's people that are just as old as I am that have never known a day of peace or a day where bombs are not dropping out of the sky yeah, exactly. in their entire life. And and we're going to try and justify the United States in that? Like, bullshit, man. Like, that's fucking wrong. Absolutely. It, it's just wrong. And and, and what another thing that we wanted to talk about is like, so we talked about like the indoctrination. I mean, it starts at a young age. But then you have things like the propaganda inside the military and it's oh. like it's like the just the words that they use for you you join the military you don't you don't you sign up you you get recruited you get recruited it's you like earned you, it. you you got it yeah. this wasn't given to you you earned it yeah. you earn your EGA you earn your EGA you, I mean there you're wasn't not a human being anymore you're a marine there was you're a a fucking warrior. There was like 125 people in my boot camp class. I, I went during the summer, so it was like the big classes, you know? Yeah. And not one person didn't get through. And well, we, don't we, get we me wrong. The, the, we, well, we didn't. And don't get me wrong. There was some dudes that should not have gotten oh, through. Oh, no, dude. Boot camps. Like, it's yeah. all, you want to know how you survive uh, Marine Corps You shut camp? the fuck up you and just, do what you're you told. You shut up, do what you're told, and you just don't quit. Like, there's dudes that I you know can for fucking a fact, quit. <laughs> like, they can't swim. And guess what? They pass swim qualms in the Marines right now. Yeah. There's freaking... It, it's ridiculous. It's and like they, dudes that barely hit the target when you're shooting. I had which kid, is probably the number one thing kid. Marines are supposed to know. And they suck at it in yeah. the Marines. Every there's, Marine's a rifleman, but you don't really have to shoot oh, that every well. Marine's a rifleman, but there's a kid that... Three weeks before I graduated boot camp with him. So he's a Marine. He was a Marine when I was... We were doing a class on the nomenclature, so the parts of an M16 rifle, and this kid called the safety selector switch a light switch, 
Well, under just the pressure of the drill instructor asking him. In, like, the most bro drill instructor way. Like, literally took off his hat and he was like, bro, look, seriously, I'm, I'm be honest with you. <laughs> and, like, asked him. And he, what is which, sir? That kid's a Marine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, exactly. Like, we had this kid. His, his name was fucking Moore, dude. And he was just, like... He had that voice that just made you want to punch him in the face. Like, and he was overweight and like nothing against like people being overweight joining the the Marine Corps because I was overweight joining the Marine Corps. What happened? I lost weight. Yeah. This kid didn't lose weight. No, they never do. Well, he didn't lose any weight. He was like, he was on BCP and MCT when we got there. Like that's two weeks from boot camp. Like out of boot camp, two weeks. He was on BCP. With BCP for, if there are civilians listening, BCP is like the fat shame of the of the Marine Corps. Like you're too big for your height standard. Yeah. So you you go on like a, a basically a diet and extra, they work you out. Yeah, they work you out. But like this and that dude's that dude's in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that was like one of the hardest things because I mean, well, I grew up around a lot of veterans. Most of my family were veterans. So, I mean, and even other Marines I ran into before I even joined, everyone says it's, like, one of the hardest things you've ever done. Uh, you Thanks. see it everywhere, <laughs> and everyone even says, like, they're like, oh, the Marine Corps, like, that's the hardest one. And I think that's, uh, that, that was the funny. biggest disappointment is when you were in the boot camp and you see people, like, unathletic, If you played sports in high school, if you played sports in high school, there wasn't a single physical <laughs> standard that you wouldn't be able to meet. Like 100%. You know, the best part is the Marine Corps boot camp is still the hardest one. I yeah. know. And that's insane because, like, I like I was working out, like, doing the Marine Corps. Like, you know, they have, like, the apps and stuff now. Well, like, they had, like, a whole thing on the Marine Corps webpage and the Pooley webpage. Like, hey, do these workouts so you're ready for, uh, you know, you do the ISTs, you know, that in, 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 what's it called? The initial, initial running test, physical yeah. fitness test, basically. Yeah. And they were like, do these, do this, and you know, uh, and you'll be ready for boot camp and you'll be fine. So I was like doing that shit constantly, like in between my basketball practices and stuff like that. And like getting ready to go to the Marine Corps because I was like scared I was going to fail. You know, they hype it all up like it's this most amazing thing. And you're you're part of the one percent of America in the, <laughs> yeah! in the, in the, the history, in the less history, than one percent. You're less than one percent of in the history of America, less than one percent of these of people are Marines and you, you earn this title and I get to boot camp and I like lost muscle mass. I, (laughs) I got, I got, I was so out of shape, dude. I got in boot camp. I I remember I, uh, I got uh, bronchitis and, um, I got my all four wisdom teeth pulled at the same time. And I, I dropped 40 pounds. I was a hundred I was six foot one, almost six foot two, 140 pounds. Yeah, dude, that's Marine Corps standard. Bro. And they put me on that's double healthy rats. in the Marine Corps. Uh, they put me on double rats. I was the only person that was over like five, five in the Marine Corps that was on double rations in boot camp. And like, it was just insane. And, and, but like back to the propaganda thing, it was like, you know, and then it's like getting out. You, you ended your service. Oh. Your contract is over. Dude, you people have no idea how hard the Marine Corps, especially, like, at least for us, like, I have, like, majors that are calling me into their office, like, sitting me down, telling me why I need to re-enlist. They were trying to make my unit. I said no. I was like, that is a hell no for me. Yeah, they tried to get all of but, us But um, when this. I came back and I was about to get out, even me, somebody approached me with re-enlistment paperwork. It was, like, three, four months before I got out. And I was like... I'm, I'm not re-enlisting. And they were like, no, no. What you're going to do 
is they want everybody to sign the paperwork so they don't get put up. So then when you get the orders, you could just deny them. And I'm like, why? Why in the hell would I do that? What, what is the purpose of this? Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, well the we battalion's numbers aren't that high and we can't, we're not gaining enough people. So it doesn't make the battalion look that good. So we need people to do this so we can at least put the numbers forward to make us look good. I'm like, I looked this sergeant straight in the face and I was like, this battalion me has battalion has been fucking me since day one. They've left me without AC. They've left me without power before. They've never responded to a single thing that I can gripe about. They've never taken care of me. Everybody who's ever been in charge of me, I felt like was gonna stab me in the back outside of like my close friends or guys that I like served for a while with. Yeah, and even some of them sometimes you had to worry about why, once they picked up rank. So why in the hell would I take time out of my day to, to help sign you. paperwork to make you look better? That's the problem, you idiot. Yeah, is the fact that they're not getting the numbers. They're saying, "Hey, this unit is shit. These people in charge are shit." They're not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates their fucking lives. They're not even meeting mission requirements. Exactly. I have guys that are trying to learn how to talk on a radio, and you're throwing them some digital fucking comms communication That we're never going to use. That I don't even know how to use. That nobody knows how to use, but I have the song, I'll train this kid on that. When he's only going to use a radio in Afghanistan when he's getting shot at, but that doesn't fucking matter to them. What matters to them is they can sign down on a piece of paper that they got some dickhead to fucking learn a Digcom tablet, so digital communication tablet, so they don't they can put that on their paperwork so they get promoted. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter if this kid's gonna deploy to a fucking country where people really wanna kill him because he's a foreign fucking invader. But it doesn't matter to the Marine Corps. That kid might not even know how to talk on the fucking radio when he's talking to an aircraft. A, like, $30 million aircraft carrying fucking, like, 500,000-pound bombs. You don't think this kid should take more time to learn how to talk to that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get Digcom up, though. And we're just never going to use it. Ever. Yeah. Dude, and, then, and, like, even in the Marine Corps, there was an excuse for everything. It's the Marine Corps. Like, yeah. that's, was it that, saying? That's, that's why, the reasoning. Why are we doing this? Well, it's, it's, the, Marine it's the Marine Corps. It's the Marine like, Corps. Like, I, we, it, it's cold. People are freezing. Why are we out here standing here doing nothing? Well, it's the Marine Corps. What'd you expect? Like, <laughs> like that's not that's not a fucking answer. And, it, and like, I mean, most all the vets that are, that will listen to this, they fucking understand this. They get this. And I think a lot of civilians, if they are listening to this, like, already coming into the, like, that we obviously hate the military industrial complex and they do too. They, they probably heard plenty of first count firsthand accounts of this stuff from their friends and things like that. But it's like the people that, that have no idea. It's like my parents, like I love my parents to death, but man, there's some times where I was telling them I was doing stuff and they didn't believe me because of how stupid it was. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And they're like, Oh, you're and like, they, people think you're being dramatic. It's like, you're, you're making shit up. And it's like, no, I'm literally, I literally sat outside my barracks for two weeks because we were deploying to the Philippines after the typhoon uh, that they had the really big typhoon that they had. And we sat outside of our barracks from 6 a.m. to like 8 or 9 p.m. waiting for the buses to come. That never came. And we just got told to go back into our rooms every night. And then uh, like like a week and I think it was like a week and a half at the end of it. They were just like, oh, yeah, we sent the unit from California instead. And it's like, why? We're closer. Don't you think it would be cheaper to like send us we're right like it's not that far and you're ready us. to go and we're and we're already ready but it took them another month and a half to get ready just to go and it was it just none of it makes any sense and the like like we were talking about the propaganda again it, it's just 
It's constant. You get an end of service contract. You served your time. You did this so well and blah, 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 blah. And we're, we're. Dude, the Marine Corps is such a fuck. Like the military in general at this point has turned into such a complex of just like having to give you my new rewards. Like we had to sit there and you have entire ceremonies where kids are getting like medals for literally just doing, doing their, their jobs. Job. Yeah. Like we had, like I just got back from war and I'm watching this kid sit there and he's getting a medal about like delivering chow. chow to eight places. And that was like, his job. Field op. And that's literally his job. He was supply. Like, his, that's job his job was a supply chow. <laughs> and he gets a medal and then the company commander turns around he's like, if, if you Marines are as good and hot as this kid, then you'll get a NAM too. And I'm like, you fuck this kid. Fuck you too. Like I hate yeah. everything about yeah, this. Yeah, dude. I mean, look at, look at the medals I have. Like and none of them any, even really mean anything. Any, I got four of them for outside, just for being in country. Yeah. Like, if anyone I, outside the military sees them, they're just like, "Oh, that's really cool! Yeah. Like you earned something crazy." But if anyone in any military knowledge about awards would look at that and be like, "Dude, this guy's a fucking boot and didn't do anything in the military." Exactly, and that's a, that's another thing I was gonna say is like uh, that I was gonna bring up with this conversation is is the awards. That's a perfect example of the propaganda that we've done in the, that the Marine Corps and the military in general and, you know, the, the commander-in-chief, president of the United States, all of them have done with these awards for, you know... Combat action for co- Combat action, combat action And that's, yeah, the, that's the biggest one. This is taken for somebody that has one. Okay, listen. For one, mm. the combat action <laughs> doesn't mean anything in five years when you're applying for a job. And uh, number two, like, not... Being deployed to combat doesn't make you less than a fucking man. But there is an entire gravitas around having a combat action ribbon. And you know what the best part is? Is even after you get a combat action ribbon, people don't give a shit yeah. in the Marine Corps. Like, I, my, I had my major look me straight in the face and ask me, like, whoa, whoa, you have a combat action ribbon. What does that mean? Do you think you have experience in combat? And I'm like, y- yes. <laughs> yes that's-, <laughs> that's exactly what that means. He's like... Well, you can leave, Corporal. It's like, oh, dude, okay, I sir, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's so the it's thing. Like none of it means anything, but at the same time, everybody has a complex with it. Drives you to try to achieve it. Yeah, like, and that's and that, that was the point. It's a dirty standard. Like we have guys that combat action ribbons. Don't get me wrong. Most of my unit, they did get contact eventually, but most of our combat action ribbons are bu- like bullshit. Oh yeah, like, like with the dudes, actual write-ups for them, or yeah. like bullshit. Like there's dudes that just got shot at in a truck, and they just wrote our mm-hmm. our our commanders literally lieutenants, yeah. lieutenants, Lieutenant. or just officers in general would do it constantly just so that they could put it on because like E five and below, you you really can't write awards for other people. Like if you're a staff sergeant, like or E six and above, at least in the Marine Corps, I don't really know how the other branches work as well. I'm guessing it's similar, but like. For the, the, the Marine Corps, if you're an E6 or above or O1 and above, like, you can write awards. And you can write yourself awards. Yes. But, like, E5 and below, you just get shit on constantly. And that's probably why we may have there, a little bit... We, we probably have a little bit more of a complex than, you know, some of the people that are, like, older that stayed in till they were E6 and above. And yeah. all of us only did four years. But, like, those were four long-ass fucking years. And, like, they, they everybody that... I, Every older person that I've talked to that was in the military that stayed in for, you know, like two enlistments at the very minimum or the six years that people that were signing up for, they have this glorified idea of the military because Dude, you have to, the you just drink all the Kool-Aid. The people the that are, the people that get out after four, not that all of them are intelligent or all of them are good or whatever, but like they, there's a, there's a very different viewpoint they have than the people that were like, you know what? I'm going to try another four years just in case I, I 
I misread the first four. Here's here's the people that stay in the military. I haven't narrowed down to a, a bunch of demographics. Here's the people that stay after their initial enlistment. Um, the first one, kind of probably the most moderate one, the most neutral one, is the guy that just had a family. That, yeah. And his wife is fucking useless, so she doesn't have a job. Oh, yeah, dependent. So, like, this dude has, like, two, three kids, and it's... Oh, I, know, no. I know, hang on a second. I know ANCAPs are going to listen to this show, but, like, it, I know you guys have humanity. You understand. You at least understand his point of view. So, he has a couple kids. So, he's like, this is a freaking paycheck. It's going to get me to where I need. It's going to get my kids. I need to stay here. It's a government job. It it's safe. Yeah. Um, the next if I die, it's a $400,000 payout. Why not? Yeah. The next <laughs> one, the next group are, uh, the guys that, that are self-aware or at least they get out and they come back in immediately because they cannot function anymore. They've just been so fucked up by the military that they just literally cannot you can't function, function outside in civilized of society. And you know, a lot of those guys probably wouldn't have functioned outside of civilized society anyways in the first place. But like the, but, gov- the but government's then not civilized. The government, but there's, the government there's a bunch of them that go in, just normal fucking people, and they, they come take back. The, they, they just drink it. They, they gladly take drink the yeah, Kool-Aid. And, and they, most of the time, they hate it. They get out after four years. They, they're like, I hate this. I hate this. But they've been so indoctrinated into the idea of being a Marine yeah. or being in the United States military. You are a part of something so much higher than yeah, yourself. Yeah, but I'm talking and, about the dude And then that, they, go, they go out. They get, yeah. What I was trying to get at was they get out and they... They're not a part of anything anymore. You don't you don't have that brotherhood yeah. that you had oh, in the, in and the military. And you lose all your friends. And you yes. lose all your friends. And those are like friends that oh, you that, that are the like best your thing about best. Us yeah, we exactly. Got out. Best thing about us is we stay together. Honestly, I moved out here with my two best friends in the world. Yeah. Neither one of them are these two assholes. Fuck these guys. <laughs> I moved out here with like my two best friends exactly. I ever have in the world. Like I don't fucking fight or die with these dudes. Yeah. And. That was that was just such a great help because you can't help it, man. You're a human. You're a social creature. You're fucking tribal, and yeah. it's like having that around me, being able to the talk naturally about those stories and have those natural interactions that I'm so used to. Oh, dude, it's such a help. You know what it is? It's the guys that immediately go back home and they're living in their fucking mom's living room trying to figure out what's next. Yeah, and they just can't find anything that's gonna fill the gap. But anyway, on to the third one. Yeah, are uh, oh fuck. Oh, they're uh, they're power dumbasses, power hungry dickheads. Yeah, they're usually they're dumbasses, but they're um, the ones that if they do get out, they become police officers. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it, man. So there's a lot of those. Trade uh, one or, uniform for the other. And, like, then, the, and then, the I don't point. know, I'll take this one how you it is, but I've seen this one, is the guys that are smart, are intelligent, are fucking highly physically fit, and then lucky bastards just somehow get selected into some special forces yeah. group, where they're or, actually in the real military for the first time in their lives, where literally all they're doing, this is why the military is a sham for most people that join it, because it's like, you think you're going to be like, the sucky part's going to be the fact that you're like training to kill, and you're a warrior, and you're going to fucking learn how to do hand-to-hand combat, and you do combat with a rifle and all these weapon systems. No, that's just special forces. That's what they do all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to stand out in the rain. And inventorying mop, gear. And, and, and yeah, inventorying gear or just mopping the fucking parking lot. <laughs> hey, <laughs> go, in the rain. Go, go sweep the shade away. Yeah. What, Corporal? Go, go sweep, sweep the, the shade sh- away. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what, what do you mean sweep the shade away? And I... I'm gonna be honest. I did that to somebody, but he deserved I mean, it. I made a dude transplant <laughs> plants. I made a dude make up fucking plants in the smoke pit and run them. Fuck that kid. But I made him run them and then rebury those exact like plants. And then I told him that I would like haze him each day that he went on. I was a dick as a corporal, but most of them deserved it. Yeah, but but, but it was like uh, even in like Some, our comm school, uh, we had to rake rocks. 
Yeah. You rake fucking rocks. Like, all right, what? Like, yeah. in circles. It had to be all covered in a line in a giant circle going around and around and around. And it was just like, are you kidding? And that's what the military is. That's what you do, especially the Marine Corps. I think the Marine Corps is probably the worst at it than the other branches. Yeah, because it's so small and it does have, a, like, less of a budget. And like, it, the and Marine Corps it, is, like, this it's, fighting thing, fighting just survive. And it's so founded on tradition. Oh, yeah. And, like... The tradition aspect, and I, we were talking about it today, and you know, like, I just had a brain fart, and I was I was talking about the Marine Corps hymn, and I was like, you know, I never realized, like, Tripoli, like, it's in the Marine Corps hymn, I never realized where Tripoli was, like, I never thought about it in depth, like, I knew where, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 no, I knew where Tripoli was, but it didn't, it didn't correlate in my head that it was like, oh, it's the capital of Libya, you know what I mean? And it's like, it didn't correlate in my head, and it's like, all right, the Marine Corps hymn's been around for fucking ever. Like, it's been around for a fucking minute. I'm going to look it up because I don't know the exact time. You're but, a terrible Marine. I, I don't... But, you know, like... I try it's, to, it's I try been to around, the, brain, the history I learned in the Marine Corps. Well, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's the whole fact that, like, we've been... All right, so we've obviously been in the Middle East since the Marine Corps hymn had words in it because Tripoli is in it. Yeah. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. And it's like, we're still in the fucking Middle East? <laughs> yes. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yes. that's bullshit. Dude. And it's just constant. And everything like that is constant. 90 years. It? 90 years. 1929. 1929. Marine Corps. Yeah. Like the title of being a Marine and being like the, oh, you're that badass Marine. Whatever yeah. that. Like, it's shock troops, dude. Because our SOP, the way we do stuff is way different than how the Army does That's stuff. That's very true. Army does things all nice and surgical, like lay down their little base of fire and then they did their little maneuver element and they do all the nice perfect things. We just shoot four laws into the side of a fucking building and, and someone's then, gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're shock force. It's fucking like, shock and awe. It's like we take one pop shot, we unload like half a fucking magazine in that direction. Yeah. And then just start moving there. Yeah. Just, it's always well, assaulting through. You don't maneuver and envelop. No, you assault through the enemy. Yeah. Well, and it's like uh um I was gonna say like we were t- we were talking about it uh, earlier. It was like the Marine Corps hymn thing, and then there was fuck. What was I gonna say? We, yeah, so we assault through everything. It's like that whole uh, that whole uh, we run towards the sound of gunfire. Oh God! And towards it's the sounds like, of chaos. Towards, towards the sounds of chaos. Towards that's what it was. Sounds of chaos. And it's in every fucking commercial, bro. Every commercial. And and what I was yeah. gonna say was like you know at the beginning when I first joined, I was like you know there's there's just wars like i i believe in oh, yeah. i believe in just wars yeah. and then like while i'm while i'm in like what like the first 2 3 years i was in i was like you know what they all deserve to die. Let's go fucking kill them. Like, that's how it was. That's oh, what, yeah. That's yeah. what you get taught. Oh, like, yeah, because then and, it's like you're around all your fucking well, and brothers, and you're around all your comrades, and it's like they're killing your comrades. And it's yeah. like, let's and, be real here. Humans are fucking simple, man. And we're There's a reason fuck. endless wars are so goddamn easy 9/11. to propagate. Because it's like, 9-11, everybody's angry. That's the enemy. Humans are incapable of having multiple enemies. It's always just, we're good guys, that's bad guys. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So it was like, you know, my, my entire... In- 
four years. And I mean, it happened again the next four years, but in four years I went from there's just wars, there's, or we shouldn't be at war, but there are just wars to let's just go fucking kill them all. Like, I don't give a shit. And that's what the, that's literally, and I can, I can blame that all on the Marine Corps itself and like our society. Oh no, but it's you but, too. You're, you're, you're taking it. Oh yeah, you are. And it's I'm easy not, to take and it's easy to do. It's oh yeah, because, almost. yeah, exactly. But especially in a society like the Marine Corps, because it is, it's its own community and not society, oh, but it's its own community where, and that's where we wanted to take this subject where it was like, your this, our sense of humor. Oh, dark humor. Yeah. And it, and it's like, you know, like the, the Jokes that we say a lot of times, and if you say them around civilians or your parents or things, people that weren't, weren't in, the military. in that military idea or that mindset, like they look at you like you need to go to a psych ward. Yeah, yeah. because when your life's a fucking joke, everything becomes a joke. Yeah, so everything becomes a joke. It doesn't matter if like, it's rape, murder, yeah. Or kill. Rape, murder, or kill. We played that game all the... F- or, or, no, not rape. Rape, Mary. <laughs> rape, Mary, Mary. Mary, kill. Not rape, Mary, No, it's kill. not even rape. Mary, Fuck, Mary, kill. Fuck, you Mary, animals. kill. You animals. You fucking oh. animals. Oh, I thought we played rape, dude. <laughs> but it's allegedly. exactly... Allegedly. Consensually. But it, it's just like... It's the fact that like you you have to because... I mean, first off, you, you, know, you see your buddies come back fucked up. And you're like, fuck those guys. And, and everybody's angry. All Every, the time. You're just angry. Yeah, especially all the, the time. guys that come back for deployment. Like I remember when the guys before I deployed, they came back and I was still this lowly little lance corporal. And it's like they're all corporals and sergeants. They came back and they just fucked me up. And they were pissy guys. And it's like you did anything wrong, and it was just you're done. And then it's like I never understood. I'm like these guys are dicks. And it's like I go and deploy this shithole for fucking seven months. And it's like, and they, oh yeah, and even worse than that, they had it way worse than me. I mean, I'm on Camp Bash and I can take a shower when I get back from like the like the worst one I went. I was like one week off and that was like dreadful. And I'm like, there's there's dudes that deployed for seven months. They fucking sat in this for yeah for they, seven months. They, and the Taliban, the Taliban is very much active, especially if you're at a patrol base. They're going to attack you. Like the guys in the one or two years before we were there they literally got attacked like clockwork every fucking day like instantly like yeah well and those so dudes it's are nowhere that's why i always laugh when it's on the news it's like oh they're on the defeat it's like no they're not because the whole country fucking hates you yeah well and, and yeah. they and for good fucking reason honestly yeah. yeah it's like it's like when you talk about we went over there and we overthrew saddam hussein it was like Saddam Hussein would have destroyed the Taliban because he didn't want to lose his standing with the United States of America. No conservative have ever explained to me how how we're defeating terrorism when before we invaded Iraq there was around four to five hundred Al Qaeda members and within a fucking year it was like fifty k. Yeah, exactly. Fifty thousand, and it's like yeah, because you're a foreign invader. When if China was invading our country, because they said our, our like we were. Like everybody in our country was being bad, yeah, and that they or were coming. Even if it's just our government, and they were coming to liberate us. Yeah, every American and their fucking brothers, son, you're Taliban, daughter. you're Taliban now, you're them, and trust yeah. me, you'll be just as brutal. That's your home. You have no ROEs. You have no fucking. It's just these people, and then when they and when the government wages its war, war is brutal. Insurgents have all the fucking background noise they need to just move around. 
In war, conventional militaries, they have shock and awe and fucking firepower. Yeah, that's, that's it. all they have. Yeah. So if you don't give them a target that they can use shock and awe and firepower, oops, they accidentally killed your fucking sister. Oops, they accidentally bombed your fucking wedding. Oops, they accidentally bombed the funeral for the wedding that you just fucking bombed. Yeah. Which actually happened like a year ago. Oops, you just fucking drone strike the fucking five-year-old. Exactly. Oops, we just did an entire, like, one-week operation to raid people that we thought had weapons and drugs, but they were actually just pooping in holes. Yeah. And then at the same... And in that same uh, token is, like, while you're doing it, you're like, oh, I'm I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's, it's a... It's a loss of war. Like we didn't know, especially it's especially when you're in that mindset too, because it's like, ah, oh, that's enemy. That and that mind, guy. that mindset is is hard to get out of. And I don't think I would. I don't know about y'all, but I I didn't really get out of it until I really found like what libertarianism is. And I, I kind of oh, found yeah, that. Hell. And and we've kind of talked about it before, but like I didn't really understand what I started getting really angry towards the end of my like time in Japan, and so and that's when like right around the. 2016 elections and stuff like that and i was like oh who's this gary johnson guy and we've talked about it before it's like it's kind of depressing to say that like gary johnson's what got me into libertarianism oh, yeah. but at least he got me into libertarianism you know what i mean yeah because like and and like now i'm a, like <laughs> i was probably like a libertarian like a small l libertarian for like two years and then after i got out and like started learning more and started reading rothbard and you know, uh, listening to Tom Woods and Dave Smith, like I'm like full fledged ANCAP, <laughs> collapsitarian, like let it all burn. Like I don't give I'll a shit Tom anymore. Woods is but I can no, I, I think he'd appreciate it. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think he's collapsitarian either. I th- he's I don't know. He's too. Ed- he's too. Ed- he's too fucking educated, educated to be a, <laughs> to be a collapsitarian. He's too educated and proper. You're not that. You're just not that savage, Tom. I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> dark Tom Woods, but definitely not the <laughs> dark, dark Tom, Tom Woods. You stick, you stick with the economics and the philosophy. The actual, I, like, I love it. Leave, I love that's it. That's a brutal, more brutal. People. And you know, like I, I try to I, at least once a day, I try to read something new on economics. And and this la- especially this last semester in my in my college courses, it was like. Like every time I got to write about economics or learn about economics myself, like I'd, or I had to write a paper, I'd fucking go to the Mises Institute and like (laughs) start getting sources and stuff like that and read more things on it. But it's, it's just the fact that like, you know, my, I, my views changed so greatly in such a quick period of time because of how angry I got in the, the military, because you see like. You just see the propaganda and you see the bullshit that you have to yeah, deal with really every day. Yeah, they're really bad at it too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, don't, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have to be good. You have to do what they say so you don't have to be good. Yeah, yeah, they don't have to be good at brainwashing you. It's really easy to brainwash you when you have no either choice. you listen or you get NJP'd and you're stuck inside your room 45-45 and you're, you're, yeah. you're done. Like, you know, like, and, and like, I used to get well, in trouble the all the time. Like the camaraderie, because then you're just around all your fucking buddies. Exactly. And, and then, I think, honestly, most people in the Marine Corps, like, they use war. They use deployment as, like, a reward. It's like, yeah, it is a reward. deploy, and it's like, oh, you're a bad Marine. You don't get to deploy. Exactly. Oh it's a God. reward. And th- that's something I think is very highly stressed on. I mean, even before I even joined the military. Um, I wanted loves, to go to war. Everyone wants a war story. Everyone is, before becoming a Marine, you've talked to vets, heard vets talk, and you hear about these war stories and then even when you're in that's what you're chasing yeah you're chasing, you're chasing war. your own war you story. want your own because, I, and it, because that's how you feel someone made a difference well yeah exactly it, it's like it's the glorification and don't get me wrong like that's like a it's a very selfish notion it yeah. is but yeah. like i mean you're an 18 year old kid that has has no like honestly you have no idea what you're doing with your life and you may have yeah, an idea you're I, stupid at 18 yeah you're stupid think, as shit at 18 back when they're 18 guess what you were 
fucking dumbass. Yeah, especially compared yeah. to now. And it's like, it's like you were, you wanted to do something that was good in the world because, like, for me, like, I didn't want to go to college. I don't know about y'all, but I was oh, like, no, I was, uh, yeah, I was, totally I was like, college, no. I was like, I was super smart in school and I was doing really well. And I was like, I don't want to pay for college. I don't want to go to college. I'm joining the Marine Corps. Oh yeah, that's another little incentive they add to like yeah, oh, they, after you're done with the military, you can go to college. You get free college. And now, and I just, now I just work on trades. I could just done that. And yeah. I'd probably be a lot better off. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like certified and shit already. I'd be making like <laughs> yeah, the, the big boy money. But like here I am at fucking 26 years old, just trying yeah, to keep get my curve. life on track. Yeah, having nightmares See, every once in a while and getting fucked up with your friends because you don't know how to deal with emotion anymore. Yeah, and that's a, like, yeah. and that's a, that's the other thing. Like you just get so fucked up in the military. Like whether regardless of if you deployed or not, you you're an alcoholic. You're most of the time you're an alcoholic you or you, you, you smoke. Oh man. I was the podcast I was telling you guys about today where smoking wasn't even a thing, but they, they de- deployed smoking rations so that they could control their military base or our military. Yeah, they're all pissed off as Europeans are getting like fucked up on whiskey and shooting machine guns and, and, and we can't even going, smoke a cigarette. And they're going to brothels. Like the other yeah. militaries are going to brothels and getting drunk. And while we're over there and it, it happened in world war one where the rations really became a thing. And it was like the the cigarette rations that became a big thing in the United States military. I mean, name me one time that you you see a a, a Vietnam era picture or a <laughs> World War Two era picture, and you the don't, marble man, the Iraq War, you don't the marble exactly, man. and yeah. you don't see a, a the military member with a cigarette in his fucking mouth. But yeah, dude, it helps too. It yeah. does. It does because it's a detachment, and and that's why you become I an mean, alcoholic. At least I'm not like the fucking SS. We're not just giving them meth. <laughs> exactly. They hey, talked- man, we hey, we're not that bad yet. They we're talked not about quite there, you know. Everybody likes to be like, "Oh, you're Nazis." Nah, we're not giving her. We're not giving the Marine Corps meth because that'd be like the SS equivalent if you're gonna make the military comparison. Dude, the guy like, that the I shock was, the guy that I got my haircut from down the street. Uh, he's he's a Marine. He's this old Marine vet. He was served in the seventies, right? Ugh. And I was talking to him. And he was stationed at Camp Hansen in Okinawa, where I was stationed in the 70s. And he was like, yeah, I was checking in. I was in the headquarters building. And I walked into one of the the, uh, dividers inside the the headquarters office to to just talk to some of these guys that I kind of knew, but uh, I just met. And they were just shooting up heroin inside the headquarters. (laughs) Hell yeah. And it's like, like, the Marines are dumb. Like, we're dumb. Yes. We do stupid shit, but that's because they've told us we are supposed to do stupid shit. It's yeah. like them giving us briefs on not raping people. No, or I think not it's committing honestly that's suicide. more the type of demographic that chooses the I, oh, I can I could see that too. Specifically. Like you don't you don't you don't join the army to like, oh I wanna be a soldier. Like you just join, oh, just join the army, man. It's it's a, it's a good army. thing to do. I'll be an infantry man. Oh cool, I'm in this division, that's awesome. No, it's like I'm going to be a marine. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna wear my fucking dress blues, I'm gonna stab people with a sword, and I'm gonna have a fucking tomahawk, man. It's gonna... Yeah. I mean yeah. it's just like kinda like porn stars. Anyone that goes and becomes a porn star, they're not normal people. Yeah. They have their own problems. Yeah, and yeah. I, hey, I support, military, I support have a problem. I'm pro-porn star, man. I'm pro-porn star. <laughs> yeah, I support strippers. Single mothers are the fucking yeah, things dude. that makes the world go round. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> hey, shout out to single moms. <laughs> strippers. Uh, you know, but like, and it, hey man, single moms make Marines. <laughs> <laughs> Living example. Living example. Oh no, you had two moms, man. That was a cow. Not till later in life. That's a <laughs> But it, it's I back up, I back up dad. That's the dad. 
Dude, but that's this, the best part is, you know what, in the Marine Corps, we make fun of the people that come from functional families. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, your mom and dad stay together, you fucking pussy. Yeah, what a big like, oh, I bet typo. They, I bet they have presents for you every year on Christmas, too, you I'm fucking loser. sorry, my parents yeah, just had their 22nd anniversary. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jared had two families, so I don't know what he's fucking talking about. Yeah, <laughs> But it's just, it, I just think, like, the entire thing is, like, it, it just, I don't think people understand of how brainwashed we are not just military wise but like the, the populace itself in believing in these foreign wars like you're just getting duped again man yeah, like it's yeah. Just, you're just whether getting... it's syria libya yemen somalia like hyper woke for eight years going you know what yeah what rock war was a mistake we shouldn't do it again and here you are fucking banging that drum going we need to invade iran man they're coming for our fucking freedoms yeah and honestly iran's gonna be a hundred times more expensive and we're going to lose a hundred times more lives in Iran. Oh yeah, dude. Iran's got like a legit military and everything. Like they're not like, yeah, because we propped them up for so long. (laughs) And it's just like, they even have like an air force and shit. And then it's not to mention the territory is bigger. So then after you beat the, because we'll beat Iran, obviously. Well, we we beat anybody. Honestly, I fully believe there's going to be ones that are hard, but I think that we would honestly beat anybody that we really tried to. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is not beating them; it's the problem afterward. Yeah, yeah. because we're just there forever. It we is, love, that, dude. We we jerk we jerk our nuts off to like beating like going against uniform conventional forces. That's like that's what you're good at, man. It's like, oh, there's a bad guy. I have all this firepower. I have way more firepower than you do. I'm gonna but shoot the bad guy, over, man. It's a little different when some dude just like crawls through grass for two hundred yards and like shoot somebody in the fucking head through like a machine gun shield and then and run then, away and then run away <laughs> and you never see them. And again. You never see them again. So then you just like. Start doing raids through like entire villages, but it's just like all that's gonna happen is another dick has gonna crawl through some grass and take another shot, yeah. and then you'll get a couple like here and there just from like overwhelming firepower. But then like most of it will just be like straight bullets, just like catching some dude's fucking donkey and taking out half his life savings. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> but I, mean, I just I think like the the whole point of this first episode was to like really show that they're like the propaganda in America for military and like the whole. The whole argument of like, you can't be a military vet and be like anti-war or or you you should be justifying these things some way. It's just bullshit. And that I think that's what we were really trying to get across from that. Dude, I get that, accused of not being in the military. Because of how because, anti-war you are. Yeah, just yeah, because exactly. I don't want to like go bomb more brown kids in Iran or Venezuela. Yeah, like, like people will be like, you're not a Marine. And I'm like, bet. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not gonna send you my paperwork as like information. So go fuck yourself. But I'll, it's like I, you're you're a Twitter person. Like, you're objectively moral to me as like a Tinder girl. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and I think that's the thing where it's just like, yo, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't I don't understand how you can justify the war. Maybe just as much as they don't understand. He hasn't been shot at yet. Well, I mean, I never got shot at either. Yeah, but you're intelligent and you were still in the military, so you still saw it. Yeah. I was dumber. I had to get shot at eventually. Then I was like, oh man, this sucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, I mean, that there's that too, but I just think it's I just think it's very interesting that our the majority of our populace still tries to make excuses, whether it's Republican or Democrat, cuz oh, the the it. Democrats aren't the anti-war party. Finance. They haven't been for yeah. a while. And it's like, it doesn't like, matter. Right, who I'm are. not going to jump on her dick too much because Tulsi Gabbard's still a dirty communist. Oh, yeah. She's a like horrible. A, like a dirty, dirty little communist and she doesn't believe in private property. And she's, she's still a an fucking in, communist. And she's still an interventionist. 
But she wants to. Yeah, she, she's no more war on on, on this or regime. Just change Saudi wars. Arabia. She just doesn't want to do yeah. Saudi Arabia anymore. That's it. She doesn't want to help Saudi Arabia anymore. But that's it. Everything else is justified in her. But eyes. like even her little small like halfway there, like hey, I don't want to topple governments just because. Is better than is like not only like so sad that that's what like gets people excited within our realm yeah but then on top of that even that little bit is enough for like the mass media and every other candidate to just fucking bury her yeah Yeah. they're all gonna bury her it's like it's like it's fun watching democrats go through what republicans do watch it all it's like ah you little bitches i can't wait for the debates because she she barely made it to the debates like she barely got in on the debate ticket but she's gonna, gonna be her biggest use to me and like, guess what like, and guess, out, like, and guess what cnn and nbc and all those people that are gonna do the debates guess what they're not gonna do what? ask her about the war no <laughs> no man it's the best way to bury a candidate we gotta put her next hillary clinton in office i mean it doesn't matter at the end of the day no matter you mean who kamala harris it's fucking john mccain like that's, <laughs> exactly no matter who you we've, vote for it's fucking john mccain we've it had we've had seven even, ter- even when john mccain lost to obama we still fucking got john mccain people. exactly <laughs> Like, exactly. That. Oh, dude, but we, you have a choice. Just vote harder next time, and then maybe we'll stop, like, killing droves of people. All our president the got the Nobel Peace Prize for bombing eight other nations. Yeah, yeah. 26 countries, eight, like, it was like five or five to eight bombs, like, every fucking, I don't know. It was like a bomb every five to eight minutes or something. Like yeah, 20, something like that. It was like fucking something like 30,000 bombs on, like, 26 sovereign nations. Exactly. And it's Nobel just, Peace it's just, Prize. It's just, it's just ridiculous, and it gets worse and worse, and the people that, like, try to justify it, the more that they try to justify it, or, like, us having bases in other countries... It was like that dude you were arguing with. He'll sit there, and he was like, well, I agree with you logically, but, like... Exactly. I, I, like, I, like, logically, that makes sense, but I still disagree with you, and it's like, well, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, then. like, how can... And and you bring up, like, the points that we... Like, we, the only thing that's stopping you is glorification. That's yeah, it. it. Exactly. It's it's the selfish notion that America... Something you were never even a part of. Exactly. Something you were never even in the military. And it, it's the, it's the you're selfish... You're arguing with me about something that, I'm, that we, we both argued with, we experienced firsthand. He's like, no, you're wrong. It's like, fuck you. He's like, logically, I believe you're right, but I think you're wrong because America's the greatest nation in the world. And then it's like... You know what? Like, I'm not gonna say that it's it is or I don't know. Isn't. We're seventeenth in freedom according to the Cato Institute. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just I know. Put that out there. I, but like, you know, like I feel like we've done we've done quite a bit more than what we had to work with originally. We're still pretty fucking garbage, and there's a long way that we could go. Well, I mean, comparing using the rest of the world as a fucking marker. Right it's not. Now, it's, it's not hard not to fucking lot. beat. It's not a lot to beat. It's not. It's not hard <laughs> to fucking beat. But we are the American Empire now, and that's what we've become. Yeah, man. We have bases in almost every fucking country in the world. We're fucking Daenerys, man. Daenerys was America. That's what it was. Daenerys was America. That that was last episode, though, when Daenerys was being America. No, we can't talk about it. We won't spoil (laughs) it. We promised we weren't going to talk about Game of Thrones and try to actually release a good episode, but fuck you. Fuck typo, too. But I... Yeah. Well, getting back on topic before I start getting... (laughs) Feeling some type of way about Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's just the fact that, like, you know, like, I've heard even even people that I, like, truly respect, like, in my, either it's family or friends or whatever, where it's like, you know, we really shouldn't, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have all these bases in other countries. And it, it's pretty, like, I think it's pretty fucked up that we own yeah. land in other nations because we think that it's a strategic advantage or this that whatever justification they fucking make yeah and it's like and they're like well if we don't then russia or china takes over and it's like 
Let them fucking take over. They'll go more in debt. They're going to do the same thing. Like, you're going to sit there and be like, oh, man, these wars are really costly and expensive and everything like that. But then you're going to sit there and be like, oh, Russia and China would totally do this way more effectively than we are. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna take over it all. They're gonna take over the world. It's like the same people that argued like communism is inefficient and it's fucking bad. But you thought the Soviet Union was gonna be the world empire and take over everybody. It's like exactly. no, you know what happened? They economically collapsed and whispered out into the fucking night, man. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. just they just went away. It was like let, let one it. Day, one day there was USSR, <laughs> then you woke up and it was gone. You know why? Because communism is a fucking failure. It'll always implode on itself. You don't need to kill a bunch of people. In fact, that just props it up. Yeah. Because then it's like because oh, fuck. It, these honky bitches dropping bombs on me. Goddamn Yankees. Yeah, fucking Yankees. Who are you? So I'm going to grab a rifle and I'm with, at least he's me. Like, we're, we look the same. We, we talk, talk the same, same language. We pray at the same church. Like, I'm with this dude. Fuck you. Who yeah, are exactly. You? You're some fucking 19 year old from Kansas. Like, yeah. Invading my country. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you're wearing more than more something more valuable than I'll ever see in my entire it's life. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, I just want to, every time that, that argument gets brought up, like, well, oh, Russia or China is going to, they'll they'll take it over. It's like, let it happen. Let it just, happen. Just, just sh- let them fuck sh- each other. I'm with the Scott Long approach. Let's just sit back and just talk happen. shit on the rest of the world. Just let it happen. Just talk shit on everybody. Just let it happen. You, know? <laughs> you just, like, just like, stop killing people and just be like, oh, look at you following well, fucking like oh, yeah, 800-year-old exactly. archaic traditions. You're a fucking loser. Look at look at your nation killing each other. Here, because you watch cheap TVs, now go away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Economically, we can destroy anybody in our in the fucking world if we did it right, but we don't do it right, and we prop up bullshit wars because only a certain few get the money from those bullshit wars. And yeah, you know, that's the, problem. the majority the power, the, the people ma- in charge of all this, the people you vote for, the oligarchies. The, you, it's like giving. It's like you and fucking four other people in a room, and you just give the fucking biggest dickhead the gun. And then you're like, he makes all the decisions. <laughs> that's 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 it, man. Yeah. Whether you grow that big that dickhead with the gun up to like fucking three hundred or four hundred or five hundred people, the government's still the government. Like, it doesn't matter. A yeah. fucking group of people can be just as tyrannical as a single person, if not more, because they feel more justified. Well, other people agree other people with agree me. with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think people need to like. I don't know. I think that's what's hard to convince the people is like stop looking at yourself as like the USA. Yes. Like you are not like the when government. Like I criticize, you we are, criticize the, government, the government, and they're like, and you. you're just as bad as a flag burner. And it's like, for one, we'll get to that, but go fuck yourself. Yeah. But no, it's why are, I'm I'm talking about the government. Why are you equating the government? Like I love America. Fuck the government. Like why are you equating those two as if <laughs> exactly. they're equivalent? They're yeah. not. They're not the same thing. I, I, that's yeah. like the saying in the Marine Corps. Con, the, there's not <laughs> many the apple, eat the corn. have to get up and go to work every fucking morning, people. Yeah, and like when people are like, oh, North Korea is so evil. Like, well, their people aren't. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, they're we, starving. Are, are we going to go bomb their people yes. so we can liberate them? Like, we're that gonna, makes no need, sense. We need to denarius them. <laughs> but exactly. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. It's like, it's just like, why? Why? Yeah. why? Like, to stop an empire, we have to we have become to build an empire. An empire. Yeah, dude. You know, to beat all this authoritarianism, we have to be tyrants. Authoritarian. Yeah, authoritarianism. Like, Jesus. I love it. Well, you guys have I love, any... I love finding out that I'm the stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, we're defected troopers, man. Yeah, You're not defected. Luke Skywalker, bro. You're no. definitely a stormtrooper. You said better aim. No, we're fucking... What's the guy... What's, we're Finn, dude. Finn? <laughs> Finn from the... He's, he was a stormtrooper, and then he was like... But then I I don't know I don't even I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put myself in the new movies yeah fuck the new movies, <laughs> the new movies. but anyways we we should uh, probably do our 
our wrapping statements. We're coming up on an hour. Oh, um, hell yeah. Are we going to do... Uh, all right, so we decided that at the end of each <laughs> oh, show, yeah. we're going to do a segment called What Your Tax Dollars Paid For. Because, you know, we want to show display some of our humor and some of our, you know, great life experiences that we gain defending your freedoms Amazing in the United States Marine Corps. Can I, so, can I, one of us each week will give us a nice little story of something that either indirectly or directly was, you know, funded by your taxes. So, thank I, you. I, I thank you a, for your service. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for my drinking habit. I appreciate it. All right. It. Anybody I, have one off I, the top of their head? Yeah, I have, I have the one that I – it's like my favorite story to tell people when we're drinking or when we're doing anything. It was like, hey, this is this is what your tax dollars funded. Um, so we in, – in Japan, we had this – in uh, Camp Hansen, we had this thing called the Hilo Dunker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they, what the Hilo Dunker is, it's supposed to simulate you going down in a helicopter in water. Well – we didn't use it for that. <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever done the Hilo Dunker. In the actual training, uh, what we did is we'd go out to Kintown and get uh, drunk as shit. This is on Okinawa. This is Kintown's like a Kintown's little like town right, right outside, outside of our base. And uh, we'd we'd get drunk as shit, and it'd probably be like two. We had to be back on base by one, so we'd get back on base by one, and then we go to the E club, the, the E club, the enlisted bar on base uh-huh, and we we drink there and it's just a whole bunch most of the time it's just a whole bunch of dudes at yeah. a bar dancing with ch- with each other on the dance floor just a whole bunch of dudes Dude, yeah. Avril Levine. <laughs> yeah, yeah to like the stupidest stupid. thing suavemente oh yeah <laughs> but like oh my god <laughs> but like so so then we'd get drunk there for until like 3 a.m and this is this is on your tax dollar you know like there's an e-club Based on your tax dollar, that's where my, paycheck my paycheck is. Went to. Is it's from where a, I can go draw my sorrows from the horrors of giving you your freedoms. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's all on 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 the taxpayer, you know. And uh, we'd get drunk there, and it, it's probably like I don't know, a good six to eight hours of drinking. Yeah. And then after that, we'd go to the Hilo Dunker, and we jump the fence, climb up on top of the Hilo Dunker, which is like a forty foot structure. Yeah. And jump into the pool in, in our underwear at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah, and and jump into the pool every for probably like an hour. It'd be like five o'clock. Yeah, the sun would be coming up. There's like this really loud generator right behind it, so, so it like blocked all the sound. It was perfect. And we're drunk it. as shit. I can't tell you how many times I fell off the helo dunker yeah. onto the cement of the pool, and like you know could have <laughs> seriously injured myself. <laughs> but like <laughs> fell off it all the time, and because we're been drinking for six to eight hours and uh, jumping off the helo dunker, and that's what. That's what your tax dollars funded. You guys fa- funded a uh, program to better educate the Marine Corps on how to survive helicopter crashes. And we used it as a uh, recreational toy, drunk as shit at 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate <laughs> All it. All right, so uh, I think you said that'll probably wrap us up for our first episode. We'll probably try to do, what, an episode a week? We'll start with that. Yeah, something we, like I that. I don't think we have an exact start date. Do we want to just keep it as Sundays? I mean, we don't have Game of Thrones to interrupt us anymore. Yeah, that's true. So we, we can just keep we, doing this. We can do Sundays. Record um, Sundays, release Mondays. Yeah, depending on how long it takes me to edit and shit All like right, that. We'll figure but, that uh, out. Hey, we're, we're learning as we go, so uh, we appreciate your patience or lack thereof. If I get 10 people to listen to this... I consider that a success. I don't yeah, know exactly. what your guys' benchmarks are. I don't really are, give a shit. <laughs> I have low standards, so I'm never disappointed. Yeah. And then and then uh if you guys ever have any, you know, fucking advice? Advice or what, what you, you wanna what, do you wanna what talk you wanna about? what you want us to talk about. What do you um, wanna know? 
we have we all have Twitters. Um, I'll, we'll we'll tag our Twitter handles in this. Uh, like the in, the, in the show notes. In the show notes. Say that. No, we're gonna put our Twitter <laughs> handles in the show notes. Yeah, in, in the show notes, you can find our actual biting the bullet page or our individual Twitter accounts, and you know DM us or start a conversation with us. We're usually on because we have nothing better to do with our lives. I love talking about stuff. Yeah, it's so. fun. Anybody else got anything else? I mean, before and we if you're a random vet that hears this and you know you just buy into the bullshit still, and you want to come tell me about how I'm a piece of shit and you know I'm a disgrace in my country, hey, that's go ahead, dude. I always need stuff to screenshot and put on Twitter to watch get ripped apart by like thirty and Japs. Yeah, and that's always if, fun. And if you're a vet that is kind of confused or on the fence, send us a a message, man. Tell us, ask us what we think. We'll talk to you, man. Or on yeah. top of that, if you're a vet and you're in a low ass fucking place, let us know. We'll fucking sit there and talk to you. Yeah, you got a funny story you can tell us. Uh, we're, I mean, that's what vets do best, man. Tell stories. Yeah. That's all we do. So We just put a microphone in front of it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, uh, we're going to sign off, and this is, uh, wraps up the first episode of Biting the Bullet. All right, thank you for dropping by.